How are you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we said Daf Yud Gimel Daf Thirteen of Masech the Kedushin. Friends, mm, all right. Yo, friends. Yo, friends. Um, what do you want me to tell you? Uh, some interesting sugyas today. I'm gonna stick a rush because Shabbos starts like <laughs> pretty soon. Um, and uh, all right, and the sun's coming through. Stark, but I, I put out a bag to hopefully block the reflection from hitting me in the eyes. I think it's working somewhat. And, um, yeah, some interesting sugyas. Um, I think the best thing is for us to just kind of jump in. All right, uh, we're going to start with a few bays and with bays. We got about 10 or, sign, or 10 or so lines on your bays and with bays. Ha-hu! Gavr de Kodesh b'tzifsa de Asa. Oh, uh, so yeah, ten or, about 10 or, sign, uh, 10 or so lines up from the bottom. The last one in the line is ha-hu. Ha-hu gavr. The Kodesh B'tzivsa Da'asad is a fellow. And he was Mikadesh, a fellow. B'tzivsa Da'asad. With a, uh, a myrtle, a myrtle mat. In my family, we like to call it a myrtle mat. So, so, so he was Mikadesh, a fellow with a myrtle mat. Amr lay. Now they said to the fellow, Vihad Lezba Shavaputa. One second, the myrtle mat is less than a Shavaputa. Yeah, you could see the, the, the sun is shining right on me. Mom, maybe we need to get, maybe we need to get a, a, some kind of curtain. Maybe we need to get curtains for the top window also. We only have curtains for like the bottom windows. We should maybe get, because the sun goes right through in the afternoon. And you can see it's posh, shining right on me. It's not because I'm such a tzaddik. All right. So they said to the fellow that the moidal mat doesn't ha- is not worth a shavaputa. So the fellow said to them, Yes, but there are four zuzes that are in the moidal mat. And the four zuz obviously are worth four zuz. Now a zuz is a dinar. If I'm not mistaken, and of course we know that a dinar is 192 prutas, so should be good to go. Shakalta vishtika. Now she had already received the moidal mat. Now at the time that she received it, she was unaware that in the moidal mat was four dinars, i.e. kesef kedushin. When she received it, she did not know that. As far as she was concerned, she was just receiving a moidal mat, which is less than a shavit pruta, and uh, which is nothing, irrelevant. Now, after it became known that there was actually four dinars tucked away in the moidal mat, so she held on to the moidal mat, Veshtika, but zipped her lips, did not say anything. Amarave, so says Rave, Havishtikusa de lachar matin mos. Well, this is an example of Shtikusa de lachar matin mos, of keeping quiet after the money has already been given. And any keeping quiet after the money has been given is, is, is cornished, is nothing, is not. So meaning, he gave her the moidal mat, unawares to her upon receiving the moidal mat, was that it was four dinars, which is enough for Kesef Kedushin, she did not know this. It then became clear that, that there was these four dinars, now, once she became aware of this, she kept quiet. And Rava says, look, this is what's called shtika lachamat and mos. 
She's keeping quiet after she had already received the money without knowing that she had received Daladiner. And that's irrelevant, right? As far as she's concerned, at the time that she received it, it wasn't Kesef Kedushin because she didn't know about it. And by keeping quiet, she's basically just saying, I have no interest to change that status quo of, I'm, this is not Kesef Kedushin. How do I know? How can I prove to you that How can I prove to you that keeping quiet after having received the money is, is, is absolutely nothing? And she's not Mikudesh's the Tanis will learn by so Omarla that if a fellow says to a fellow, Kansi Sela Zo Bipikodin, um here, take this Sela. Now as we write a Sela of course is four dinars. So take this Sela Bipikodon and, and watch it for me. Take these Selas t- t- take this Sela and watch it for me. Because of Omarla, but then he says to her, his Kajili Bo. Actually, how about this? Why don't you marry me with this Sela? How beautiful. Bishasma and Mos Mikudesh. So if he had already, you know, changed his tune, you know, prior to her receiving the money. So already at the time that she received the money, he had already uh, uh, made clear his intent to marry her. So then, so then Mikudesh, right? She received the Sela having already been informed that the intention was Kesef Kiddushin, and she's Mikudashis, she is married if she received, you know, if she, if she accepted them. La'achrma in Maus, but if he initially said, can you guard this Sela for me, and she accepted it, and then once she already had it, he says, you know, will you marry me? So, Ratsusa Mikudashis, la Ratsusa any Mikudashis. If she's interested, so then she's Mikudashis. If she's uninterested, then she's not Mikudashis, my Ratsuso, my lo Ratsuso. What does it mean if she's interested or not? in, lo. If you're gonna say, well, Ratsuso means she said yes, lo Ratsuso means she said no. So we're saying that if he gave her money and said that, can you please watch this seller for me? She accepts it. Sure, no problem. Once she had already accepted, he says, he says, will you marry me with that money? Right, uh, so then if she says yes, then it's yes. If she says no, then no. But but remember, we make this distinction between if she wanted to or not only in the Seifa, only when she had already received the money at the time that he said that actually I want you to be married to me. But in the Reisha, when he already said, made clear his intent to marry her prior to giving her the money, and then he gave her the money, and she accepted it. We don't make this distinction between if she wanted it or not. So is that to imply that if she accepted it, once he had already said, will you marry me with it? Then regardless of if she says yes or if she says no, she's mikudeshes. How could it, how could it, it's obviously not the case, right? Obviously, if she says, no, I'm not interested, then she's not mikudeshes regardless of if he had made his, you know, made clear his intent prior to giving her the money or after giving the money. So it can't be that when we say that if only after she received the money, he made his intention clear and he says that I want to marry you. So when it says in the Brisa 
that if she's interested, then they're married. If not, they're not. It can't mean that she says no, because then that would imply that in the ratio, even if she says no, then she's still Mekudeshis, which is obviously can't be the case. Ella, Lav, okay, the sun is shining, posh it in my eyes. It's insane. There's like nothing. I mean, there is something I can do about it. I can like, oh, that's a good idea. I'll just read the um, Gemara sideways while blocking out the sun. That could work. Very uncomfortable, but it could work. All right, let's try it. It could work. All right, I'm just kind of chilling here. Dude, the sun is right in my face. Mom, we got to get, Mom, if you're listening, we got, we got to, can you, when you come for sukkahs, can you bring curtains for the, it's insane. So, oh, dude, I can't, I can't get into a Gemara while like sideways. This is insane. Maybe I should just, this is ridiculous. Maybe I should turn this way. That's not a bad idea. Okay, I'll just turn sideways. That's not bad at all. I just got to keep an eye on the clock. Okay. All right, let's try this. It's until the sun kind of goes somewhere else. It's insane. So rather it must be, wow, it's weird. I'm like not, usually I'm looking into the camera and I'm just looking at the door. So, all right. So, well, um, if she was, so rather what it means is that if he first gave her the money, and then he, after she already had it, he, he, he says what? He says it's kachi libo. So, if she says, what do we say? So, so, if she says, right, so she already had the money at the time, and she says yes, well then, yes. But, uh, but if she, she, she is uninterested, it means that she just kept quiet. We just, she just kept quiet. And then we're saying if she just kept quiet, Aina Mikudeshes, the Ishtika Mishaska, she kept quiet. And it implies that if she keeps quiet after having received the money, it's absolutely nothing. So Rava says, there is my proof that if after having received money, she keeps quiet, so then it means absolutely nothing. And therefore, back in the example of the moidal mat, so if he gave her the moidal mat and she was unaware that um, that there was four dinars in there, and then it, it, once she already had it, it became apparent that there were four dinars in there and she kept quiet, it's absolutely nothing and she is not engaged. Um, now, just one thing to point out, because it's going to be relevant later, in the case of the, um, of the, of the, of when he gives her the sela to, to watch, Right, and then he says, "Actually, be mikudeshes to me with it." So we had made no distinct. If if he had made, if he had said, "Be mikudeshes to me with it," prior to giving the money, so he said, regardless of ratzosah or low ratzosah mikudeshes. So that means that meaning ratzosah, we says she says yes. Low ratzosah means that she kept quiet. So we're saying in the ratio, if she keeps quiet, if he gives her kesef kedushin, and she keeps quiet, so then that means that it is um, that then they're mikudeshes. But if she already received the money when. He says, actually, I want you to marry me with it. And she kept quiet. Then she is not Mikudesh's. Because, Now, in Pumnaira, they had, right, uh, so, Rufuna, Breda, Yeshua, asked right? In a place called Pumnaira, so they had this Kasha that Rufuna, Breda, Yeshua, asked, which is, me, dummy, can you really compare the situation of the Moidal mat? With the Sela 
that was first given to watch and then given to, um, um, uh, and then said actually, be mikudeshes to me. So hasam b'toras pikadon yavinhu niyala. I understand why if she kept quiet when in the, in the in in the brisa. Oh, they're playing music. I didn't play music because Shabbos is coming. Anyways, um, so so says so 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 Rufuna Bedevishua asks. He says, look, I understand why when he gives him the cell when he gives her the cellar to watch, and then um, he says, actually, be mikudeshes to me with it. So I understand why if she keeps quiet in that case, she is Eina Mikudeshes, because Savro Ishadino Lihu Umizbere Michayavnabu. Because she figures, look, I was entrusted with this money in order to guard it. Right? Initially it was given to her as a pikadun for her to watch it. And she's concerned that, well, if I accept it upon myself to watch it, and now he says, actually, I want it to be Kesef Kedushin. If I just throw it back at him and the Kesef gets lost, I'll be responsible. Because after all, I initially accepted upon myself to watch it. So I'll be responsible. Therefore, she just keeps quiet. But, but really, she has no intention of getting married. She just doesn't want to risk losing that money if, if it gets lost. So she doesn't throw it away. But Hacha, when it comes to the Moedul Nat, He had initially given her the Moedul Nat as Kedushin. And therefore, if she if she's not interested in getting married with it, she should throw it back at him. She didn't accept upon herself to watch it or anything like that. So just take the model back, model mat, and throw it in his face. So Parikh Rav Achai, Rav Achai says, you can't really come on. That's a lot to expect. Atukulu Noshe Dina Gemiri. What, do you just assume that, you know, all the women know of these nafkaminis between whether it was given to her as a pikadon or kiddushin, shtikid and most, like, come on, you can't expect, uh, you can't expect her to just, uh, know, well, you know, there's a nafkamina between, uh, pikadon versus kiddushin. No. Rather, Savra, even in the case of kiddushin, she figures, ishadina lehu umizbere, that if I throw the model mat back at him and it breaks, I'm going to be responsible for that. And therefore she just keeps quiet, but she has no intention of actually marrying the fellow. She figures, look, when I accepted it, I didn't know about the four dinars. I didn't accept it as Kesef Kedushin. And therefore I, I'm not married and I'm just going to keep quiet and I won't be married. My new so so what's the halacha when it comes to um, the model mat? So Shalach Lei, so Ravina responds, Onanlo Shmia Lon Yeshua. We don't know about the Kasha of Rafunabred of Yeshua, and therefore we just assume, like Rava says, that Shtikadlachar Matan Maus Lav Kumu and she is not married. Um, but Atun Dishmielhu Look, since you know about Ravuna Breda of Yeshua's kasha, to say that maybe she would be married by the model mat because she should have thrown it in his face, and you should be concerned about it, and she should give a get just in case. Wow, now this, um, they have the music playing outside. Is it louder than, 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 than usual? I'm not exactly sure, but wow, this is shvacha matzav. I got, I got, it's still, yeah, the sun is dark. Wow. I'm telling you, when I, when I have to record late in the, in the afternoon, so the sun is just coming in stark. Yeah, I had another call today. These calls, man, they can really, they can be very draining. I had a call on a Friday afternoon. That's why, um, 
yeah, that's why I didn't call my parents yet. Like, uh, they might be wondering. Uh, I didn't call them because I had uh, a lot to do. Babylon Talmud and work and calls and Babylon Talmud. And... I it's so to have a call Mizabna Varshke. Oh, there was a certain fella who was selling Varshke. What's Varshke? Oh, yeah, apparently, it's um, 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 silk uh, silk ribbons or something. It's silk ribbons, all right, but varshke is a much more fun word. She was selling varshkes. Also, So now some guy came and he and he took, he snatched away a varshka from her. And she says to him, Give me back my varshke. And he says to her, If I give it back, will you marry me? Aww. Shakalte Vishtika, she took it from him and kept quiet. Vi'amar, such a beautiful story, I'm gonna cry. Vi'amar, Rav Nachman, and says Rav Nachman, you hold on the Maymar, she could say, look, leave me alone, creep. In Shakli, Vididi Shakli. Yeah, I took it back, but not as Kesev Kiddushin, I took back my freaking Varshke, you nut. Leave me alone, I'm not your wife. Ace ve Ravadar of Nachman, but Rav Asakasha to Rav Nachman. Kidsha, Begezel, Uvchamos, Vigneva. If a fellow was Makadish, a fellow with something that he stole or extorted or stole. O Shechotav Sela, Miyada. Or if he snatched a Sela from her, Vikidsha, and was Makadish her with it, Mikudeshes. Um, and she's Mikudeshes, new. So we see that in a situation, so apparently, right, if he snatches a Sela from her and is Makadisher with it, she's Mikudesh. said over here, he snatched the Varshka from her and was Makadisher with it. And Rav Nachman is saying that, no, in Chatvi Vididi Chatvi, no, I just took back what was mine, but I'm not married to you. So, and for the Gemara, well, the reason why, when it says in the Brisa that if, that if he snatches a Sela from her and is Mikadisher with it, the reason why that works is because there was already a shidduch, right? They had already agreed to get married, right? They, they said, yeah, we're going to get married. And then he chopped the selah from her and gave it to her. But uh, when he when he chopped the varshke, they hadn't ever decided to get married. So in that case, she says, look, I'm uh, go away. I'm just taking back what you stole. And how do I know that there is a difference between whether they had agreed to get married prior or not? Tanya, as we learn in the Brisa, Omela Kansi Selazo Shani Chayev Lichi. That if a fellow says to a fellow, "Here, take this sella. I owe you this sella. Let me pay you back this sella." Because of Omela, his kad shili bo, and then he says, "Actually, I want to marry you with this sella." So if it's bishas ma'in mo, so if he says, "Actually, I want to marry you with it," before he gives it to her. So Ratsusa Mikudeshes, Lo Ratsusa Ena Mikudeshes. Then if she, if she agree, right, if she's, if she is into it, then she's Mikudeshes. If she's not into it, then she's not Mikudeshes. Lachama and Mos, but if only after giving it to her, she says, if, if only after giving it to her, he says, actually, I want to be Mikudeshu with it, Afilu Ratsusa Ena Mikudeshes. Even if she was interested. Then, um, she is not, right? It says, even if she wants to, she's not Mikudesh. It's my Ratsus or my Lo Ratsus. So, what does it mean if she wants to or not? If you're going to say that if, 
um, she says yes, then they're married. If she says no, then they're not married. But if she's quiet, then it is Kiddushin. Well, if that's the case, then just say Mikudeshis. Stam, ki awesome. Just like when it, kind of, when it came to the, to, to, to the guarding, right? What did it say by the guarding? Right, the first price that we had, that if a fellow gives a fella a seller to watch, and then he says, actually, I want you, I want to marry you. So we said, if he says that before she receives it, so then Mikudeshis. And that means if she's, she's Mikudeshis, if she says yes, she's Mikudeshis if she keeps quiet. And obviously, if she's no, if she says no, then obviously, then, then they're not Mikudeshis. That's exactly what the case is over here, right? If we're going to say that he gives, he's paying her back, the seller, and then he says, actually, I want to marry you with it. And if we're saying that prior to, if he, if he said, actually, I want to get married to you with it prior to giving it to her. So he said, if she's into it, yes. If she's not into it, no. If that means that she says yes, then yes. If she says no, then no. And if she keeps quiet, then yes. That's exactly the same thing as, as uh, by the, when he gave it to her to watch. And in that case, it just says mikudeshes. So Ella in ishtika. Rather, it must be that if he had said, actually marry me with it prior to giving it to her. So if she says yes, then yes. But if she only kept quiet, then no. Vikatani de'ena mikudeshes. Right, and it says, right, if she keeps quiet, then she's ena mikudeshes. My timer. How come, how come if she keeps quiet, then she's not Mikudeshes because you hold the Maymar, because she could say, in Shakli, Vididi Shakli, because she could simply say, well, I'm just taking back what I was owed, right? He's paying her back, the seller. So she keeps quiet. So unlike in the first case where he gave her a seller to watch, if she keeps quiet, then we say that she's Mikudeshes. But in this case, if she keeps quiet, then she's not, because she could just make the argument that I'm just taking back what I was owed. But then what about the case where we said that if he snatches a seller from her and is Mikadesh with her, then she's Mikudeshes. And we don't say in that I'm just taking back what's mine. So it must be that the difference is, well, in the case where... Um, she's considered married is where they had already you know agreed to get married but the case where where if she keeps quiet so then um, she just says in right when he when he's giving paying her back and she says in that i just taking back what's mine so that is where they did not um, agree in advance to get married is the sun still oh good the sun is not shining in my eyes anymore i could sit normally that was insane okay i will continue the daf while looking into the camera when Rabasi passed away, this is super cool. Again, so we had something similar. I was making a whole tight the other day about the uh, about broken telephone and stuff. But anyways, and about how they used to not write things down and still by the Amorayim, they still didn't necessarily feel super comfortable. This is also super interesting, right? So it says, when Rabasi passed away, Rabasi was a student of Rabyochnam, which means he was an early Amora. So So all the rabbis gathered together in the Beis HaMedrash and everybody was going to share halachas that they learned from Rabasi so that, that they don't get forgotten. Which is also interesting, meaning it sounds like they weren't necessarily writing them down, right? It could be that, you know, after so many years of Torah Shabbat Peh being transmitted orally, even once like Rebbe wrote down the Mishnayis and edited the Mishnayis and stuff, still, I guess, you know, the, the, the I guess, 
there was, you know, okay, Rabasi passed away. We wanted to make sure that, right, that we don't lose anything of his. I guess it wasn't necessarily written down or whatever. Or who knows, maybe if it was written down, maybe there was still some stuff that maybe some people knew about and some people didn't. Whatever it was, they all gathered together in the Beis HaMedrish in order that if anybody, you know, has a, a, a aloha from Rabasi that, right, that, uh, that is new, that, the other, that maybe the other people don't know about, share it so that, so we can make sure that we don't, that we don't lose it. So one of the rabbis there, his name was Reb Yaakov, said, This is what Reb says, Just like a uh, wife cannot be um, acquired, cannot be, make a kinyan, you cannot make a kinyan, right, uh, with pachus mishove pruto, can't purchase property for less than a pruto. Amrule, they said to him, "Vatani afalpisha ain isha nicknames bepachus mishavet pruto karken nicknames bepachus mishavet pruto." But one second, don't we have a brayse that says fakert that even though a a, a kiddushin cannot be with less than a shavet pruto, karka can be with less than a shavet pruto. Amrule, so Amrulehu, so Rabbi Yaakov answers, "Kitanei bechalifin." That's when we say that karka can be acquired with less than a shavet pruto. That's if it's a kinyan chalifin. That you can make a kinin chalifin even if it is not a shavar puta, right? Kinin chalifin is if Shimon selling his field to Ruvain, Ruvain can give uh, Epis a pen, give anything to, Ru, to, to Shimon. Uh, Shimon picks it up, and by picking it up, Shimon's field goes to Ruvain. Fine. Now, Hadur um, okay, and then they were sitting and they said, Hadur Yazvevikamri, okay, that somebody who doesn't know the halachas, we've seen this before. Right? Where do we see this? We saw this on the Avav. That anybody, who, wow, we're already in the Afyud Gimel. We're, we're already into Kiddushin. That anybody who does not know the halachas of Gitin and Kiddushin should not be paskining Shilas about them. Now, if a person does take upon himself to be paskining shilas by getting in kiddushin, and they don't know the halachas, they are in trouble. It's going to be worse than the than than than, than the generation of the flood. Shenemar, as the pasuk says, Allah v'chachash v'atzach v'ganu v'nov paratsu v'dom b'dom nago. So the pasuk says that the yidden are doing all sorts of terrible things. My mashma. And how do we know that this means Davka, you know, like, um, you know, uh, Arias? Kedem Tagim of Yosef, as Yosef uh, uh, translates, Molden Bnin Minashe Chaviran, that they're having babies with their friends' wives. Choven al Choven Mosifin, and that's really, really bad. Uchsevin, it says in the next Pasuk, Al Kain, therefore, Teva la Aritz Vumel Kol Yosef Ba. The um, the land will be in big trouble. Bechayas asada the beasts of the field of Ofa Shemayim and the and the birds of the of the of the of the of the heavens, of the skies. Vigam digayom yeaseifu and oichet the fish in the sea will be in trouble. So we see that because of Arias, even the fish are in trouble. Ve'ilu b'dor amabul, but by the generation of the flood, lo nigzir gezero adogim shebayom. The um, the decree of the flood did not affect the fish in the sea. Shemar, the pasuk says, "Mikol ashe becharava mesu that everything on the dry land died v'lo dagum shabayom, but not the fish in the sea." V'ilu hacha, but over here by Arias it says, "Afil dagum shabayom, even the fish 
in the Sivema, Adavid Lichulu. But maybe I'll say that no, it's not just like the um the uh Neuf Paratsu, right? Not just the uh Arias and and and, and uh, you know the, uh, people sleeping with each other's wives because of mistakes with getting in Kiddushin. Um, maybe it's not just that. Maybe it's the whole list, right? There was Allah, Kachash, Ratzach, Ganov, Nauf. There was a whole bunch of things. So lo because the puzzle says Allah of the arts. Because another puzzle says that just because of Allah and Allah was one of the items listed there, the um, the uh, land got in trouble. So we see that each one individually can can bring this upon uh, the land. So you don't have to do all of them. But maybe I'll say Allah can on its own cause all of this, but all the rest of them have to be done together. It doesn't say and. They were doing these uh, this pretzis. Rather, it says paratsu, meaning each one individually can be enough to um, uh, make 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 trouble. Okay, and even the fish get killed and everything. Once again, they were sitting and they said, "Oh, the tnan that which we learned in the Mishnah, isha sheivir chatoso v'mesa yaviru yorshin olasa." Well, there's music again outside. I mean, I mean, I know it's very shane. It's very nice right before Shabbos, but it also means that uh, we're up to candlelighting. Ooh, we're up to candlelighting. Ah, and I'm still recording. Hmm. Oof. All right, still five minutes. Friends, what should I do? Hmm, I kind of need the time. Uh, do 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 do. Maybe we should just get up to the two dots. No, that means I got to wrap it up on Sunday. Right, maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I'll just wrap it up on Sunday. Alright, I'll get to the next two dots and I'll wrap up on Sunday. That's what I'll do. Yeah, that's probably the best idea. How do you ask with a comrade? So then they were sitting and they said, so if you have a, a woman who um, gave birth to a baby, and then after, you know, 40 days for a boy, 80 days for a girl, um, she brings her korbanis. She brings a chatos and, a, and an ola. So if she offered the korban chatos vamesa, but then she died. Excuse me, so her, her heirs, her estate needs to pick up the slack and um, offer the Korban Ola. That that's only if she, if she had already designated it when she was alive. But if she hadn't, then that requirement, that, that Chiyuv does not pass on to the heirs. If she didn't designate the Ola when she was alive, so then the heirs do not offer it for her. So we see that the Shibud, the fact that she had an obligation to offer, to, to bring the Ola, that does not automatically um, be um, um, transferred to the heirs. Omar Rav Asi, Omar Rav Yochanan, Afalgav even if she did not, designate an animal for her, her korban ola when she was alive, still the heirs would have to offer the ola, bring the ola for her. So that means that the shibud, that you know her requirement to offer the ola, is midoraisa, and it transfers to the heirs. But this question of, of, of does the obligation transfer to the heirs or not, is it the oraisa or not, they already have this machlokas. Um, uh, you know Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan. The Rabbi Shmuel, the Amri Tavari, the Rabbi Shmuel on the one hand both say Milve Alpe Eino Gova Min Ayorshin Velo Min Alakuches. Ah, the neighbors, the neighbors are so loud, but but they're just visiting. Uh, oh my gosh, they're yelling and screaming. 
I think that they're leaving pretty soon though. Um, anyways, so so if Shimon lent a thousand dollars to Ruven, but there's no document, so Ruven owes Shimon the thousand dollars, but then Ruven dies. So so Shimon cannot collect it from Ruven's heirs, and also Velomen Alakuchis, nor can a milva uh, alpet, a verbal loan, be collected from, you know, if, if Ruven had sold property to somebody else, Shimon cannot collect it from those people. Fabio, right, which is like what Shmuel says over here by the, by the Yoledes, right, that only if she had designated the Ola would the heirs offer it. But if she hadn't designated, then the heirs don't offer it. That if Shimon lends a thousand dollars to Ruvain and there's no document, it's just verbal. If Ruvain dies, so then Shimon can collect from Ruvain's heirs. Um, you know, or he can go to, if Ruvain sold his field to somebody else, Shimon can collect from them. So we see, and that's like what Rabbi Yochanan says by the Yoledes as well, that even if she didn't designate the Korban, the Ola, still the heirs would have to bring it. So Tzricha, we need both of these cases. We need the case of the Yoledes and we need the case of the Milva Alpeh. The E, it might be all that if we would only have the case of the uh, Milva Alpeh, Behaqa Omar Shmuel. This is where Shmuel says that it cannot be collected from the heirs. Mishum Dilo, Milvek Suva Batori, because it's, this is not a loan, this is not an obligation that's written in the Torah, right? Shimon, you know, Ruvain on his own accord went to Shimon and says, hey Shimon, can you lend me money? Um, so this was not in the Torah. They should have written a document. They didn't write a document. So Beseder, if Ruvain dies, Shimon cannot collect from the heirs, but Avobahach, but in the case of the Yoledes, where it's a Chiyuv Midoraisa, the Torah gives, you know, make, creates the Chiyuv for her to bring these Korbanis. Maybe Rav and Shmuel would admit to Rabbi Yochanan and Rishla, or, yeah, I get, or, well, I guess maybe Shmuel in this case, because that's, it was a view of Shmuel, would agree with, um, Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlakish that, uh, right, 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 of course the heirs would have to offer it, because it's a chiv midaraisa. Vi'ashmu'inon beha, and if we would only have the case of, um, the Yoledes, beha ka'amar Rabbi Yochanan, demilvak suv batora, kichsuv b'shtaydami. Well, that's where Rabbi Yochanan says, that the heirs have to offer it because it's written in the Torah. And if we have a chiv in the Torah, so then it's like it's written in a document and, and, and the heirs would have to offer it. But by the loan, the milva alpeh, maybe Rabbi Yochanan would admit to Shmuel that um, it cannot be collected from the heirs. So Tzricha, therefore, we need both cases to teach that Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlakish on the one hand and Rabbi Shmuel on the other hand maintain their opinions both by the Yoledes as well as by Milve Alpeh. Amr of Pape says of Pape Ilchisa, Milve Alpeh, Govim and Ayorshin. The halacha is that a Milve Alpeh can be collected from the, um, in, by, Milve Alpeh can be collected from the heirs. Ve'ena Govim and Alakuchos, but it cannot, right, a verbal loan cannot be collected from purchasers, right? If Reuven had sold his properties to other people, Shimon can, cannot, cannot collect from them. Gove mina yorshin shibudu de The reason why a milva alpeh can be collected from the heirs is because it's a shibudu oraisa. Because, um, yeah, mida oraisa, Ruven needs to pay back Shimon. And if Ruven dies, Shimon can collect from the heirs, even though it's a milva alpeh. Ve'eno gove mina lekuches delays lekala. But, um, uh, Shimon cannot go after, right, if Ruven sold property to Levi, 
Shimon cannot go after Levi because since it was a milva alpes, since it was just a verbal loan, it, right, people don't hear about it. Therefore, Levi had no clue. There was no documentation. Levi had no clue that Shimon had lent $1,000 to Reuven. Shimon can't go after Levi in that case. And even though the Shibur is Midah Oraisa, the Chacham said that, that, that uh, Shimon cannot go after Levi. I assume it's big. I mean, what does Rashi say? Rashi says, um, because since Levi didn't know about it, I assume that it works with it operates within the context of Hefker Bezdin Hefker. I assume. All right, I'm gonna have to uh, pick up from here on Sunday. All right, friends. So now it's uh, Sunday afternoon, and uh, we're gonna wrap up the Dafyud Gimel. So we uh, Oh, so it says that um, a wife can um, get un mikudeshes. Excuse me, I think I need a babel sneeze. By either um, um, a get, as we know about from Mesech the Gitin, or if the husband um, moves to Awud. Pishlam a get, Ixiv, Vichosavlo, Sefer Krisus, So I understand why a wife can get unmikudesh acid, unmikudesh Unmikudeshesed, un, 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 divorced, um, with a get, um, because, um, Vichosavla say for Christus, right? The Posuk says, Vichosavla, you write a get. How do I know that, uh, is no longer Mikudeshes by a, um, wow, babble, yawn, babble, sneeze, all the babbles. Alright, Misa Sabal Minol, how do we know that also if he dies? So Svaru, it's uh, logical. Who Asr? Who Sharsa? He made her Asr on the whole world, right? By by uh, when he was Mikadeshar. So now she's a surah to everybody. And when he's uh, Gishturman, when he passes away, so now she's permitted to everybody. Well, Arayas the Asr But what about Arayas? Right after the after he dies. It doesn't like permit all the arayas. Like, for example, she can't go and marry his brother, meaning if she doesn't have to do yibum, right? So, for example, she can't marry like right, right relatives that are usher to her remain usher even after he dies. So, Well, how about this? From the fact that the that the Torah tells us that when the husband dies, and he doesn't have children. So specifically in that case, she can't marry whoever she wants. She has to do yibum. But if they had children together, and now he dies, muteris, she can marry whoever she wants. So there you have it. Right? Specifically, specifically when there are no kids, so then she can't marry whoever she wants. She has to do yibum. She has to marry the brother. But if there are kids... There's no yibum. She can marry whoever she wants. So there you have it. The husband dies. She's mutaris l'choladim. She can marry whoever she wants. But one second. But now the Gemara has an interesting idea. V'dilma ein labonim asur la'alma v'sharia liyavam v'yesh labonim l'chule alma nami asura. Interesting. The Gemara makes a very interesting suggestion, which is actually maybe yibum is a leniency. Maybe in general, right, meaning if she has kids and her husband dies, she can't marry anybody. If there are no kids, then 
she can at least marry the brother. Maybe that's what we learned from Yibam. Not that, not that, right, not the other way around, right? We wanted to say that in general, if the husband dies, she can marry whoever she wants. But if there are no kids, then she can't marry whoever she wants. She has to marry the brother. Maybe it's Fakert. Maybe it's that when there are kids, she can't get remarried Bichlal. When there are no kids, okay, in that case, she can marry the brother. So, right, and if that, if that would be the, the case, then there's no proof that his death makes her permitted to everybody. Okay, so the Gemara wants to say, well, of course there's the halacha that an almona, a widow, is not allowed to marry a Kohen Gadol. A widow is not allowed to marry a Kohen Gadol, implying that a widow is allowed to marry a Kohen Hejit. So there you have it, right? That a widow is allowed to get remarried. She can't remarry a Kohen, but she could, she can't remarry a Kohen Gadol, but she could remarry a Kohen Hejit, for example. So if the husband dies, she's allowed to get remarried. But maybe what I'll say is no. If he, if the husband dies, she cannot get remarried. Now, what if she does? Well, if she gets remarried to a Kohen Gadol, then it's a love, right? Right? What does it say? Right? Amono, what does it say? Amono Gusha Vachalala Zone Seyle Lo Yukahu, right? Was that, was that what it was? Anyways, it's a love that a Kohen Gadol is not allowed to marry a widow. And if he does, he's violating a negative commandment. But anybody else who marries a widow, maybe it might not be violating a negative commandment, but maybe it's violating a positive commandment. What was the positive commandment? Says Rashi, points out, Right? She can be married to somebody else, but not through if she's a widow. Right, that 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 uh, uh, when there's a, I'm reading Rashi, that when there's a get, then that sort of allows her to marry other people. Right, so meaning davka divorce allows her to get remarried, but not death. And a uh, a lav right, a, a a negative commandment that comes from implication from a positive commandment, right, that. That it says by a get that she can get remarried, implying that by we want to say maybe it implies that by uh, 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 that that by a widow she cannot. That's a law, a negative commandment. She cannot get remarried if she's a widow, and that comes from the implication of the essay, right? By the get that give her a get, and then she can get remarried, implying that a widow cannot get remarried, which would be violation of of mitzvah's essay if she gets remarried. So we want to say. That maybe an almana marrying a Kohen Gadol is a lav, whereas an almana marrying anybody else is, is a violation of mitzvah's essay. But affecting Gemara, I don't understand. I essay ma'avidte. What's the deal with saying that she's violating a mitzvah's essay? Ida hanes Look, if when the husband dies, she is permitted to get married to other people, so then she should be permitted to get married to other people. Full stop. Ida loa hanes misasabal. And if um, uh, um, um, uh, the husband dying accomplishes ac- absolutely nothing, and therefore she's still a surah, well then tukma bimusa kamaisa. Then it should be the same iser as it was when he was alive. I.e., he was mikadisher. She's a surah to everybody else. And if we're saying that his death doesn't accomplish anything, so then she's still a surah in the same way. 
So why are we saying it's mitzvah's essay? Allah, Allah, right? Why not, right? Doesn't that logic make sense? That if she's permitted, let her be permitted. If she's forbidden, let her be forbidden. But what's this kind of middle ground where it's like a violation of a mitzvah's essay? So, afikta mimisa bukimta al essay, to which the Gemara says, well, what it might mean is that, is that when the husband was alive, if she would have, uh, you know, be with anybody else, it would be Misa, right? Be uh, uh, That would be, uh, be Misa. But now that the husband's dead, it's no longer Misa. It's a, it's a violation of Mitzvah's essay. Why is that so crazy? Just like Korbanos that become possible to make Kari Izbu Mi'ila Vasir Begize Begiza Va'avoda that before they've been redeemed. So if you have a if you have a korban and the korban becomes possible, so you can't offer it anymore. So you have to redeem it. Uh, and then once you redeem it, uh, so once once you redeem the animal onto money, so then you take that money and you buy a new korban. Now the animal prior to being redeemed, it's uh, there's meila, right? If you get benefit from it, so you're over on meila, you have to bring a, an osher meilos. Basir begiza, you can't shear the wool. Vavoda, you it can't work. Parkinu, but once you redeem the uh, the uh, animal, me'ila lays buhu. So now, once you redeem it, antamani. So the animal there is no longer me'ila, but begiz vavoda asiri. But it's still usher to shear the wool. It's still usher to work it. So we see that there is a difference, right? There are situations where where the stringency of the iser lightens up. Right? Prior to redemption of the animal, it was also bimi'ila, begiza, ba'avoda. After being redeemed, it's no longer, uh, there's no longer an isra mi'ila, but there's still avoda and giza, which is a problem. So here also, let's say that when, when he's alive, it's, uh, right? If she has a relationship with anybody else, so then it is, um, um, a capital offense. Now that he's dead, so then it is just a violation of an essay. So Ella mido omai kro penyomus bamilchomo vi ishacher yikocheno. So rather the Pasuk says no. We learn out that a widow can get remarried from the fact that the Pasuk says that a fellow who just got in, uh, married or right mikudeshes, right, uh, an arusa, right, somebody just got in, betrothed and now there's a war. So we say go home, be with uh, your wife. Out of concern, Penyamas bin Muhammad, lest you die in the war, and she becomes a widow, and then somebody else will take her. So we see, excuse me, we see that um, a widow can get married to somebody else, right? Right. The fact that we're concerned that if this uh, fellow dies in war, somebody else will marry his widow, so we see that a widow can get remarried. Maybe I'll say, you know who this other person is who might take her? The Yavim, right? They're betrothed. They don't have any kids. Maybe what it means is that, no, a widow cannot get remarried to somebody else. But if this fellow dies in war, so maybe his brother will marry her. Um, Rav Ashi, Beis Chuviz Badov, Rav Ashi says, no, for two reasons, that doesn't make sense. The first reason is that a Yavim is not called an Acher, a different fellow. Ve'od, Ksiv Usneo Yisha Acherin, Right, that in the context of divorce, right, the Pasuk says, the Pasuk, no, what does the Pasuk say? The first Pasuk says, Ki yikach yishishov olav, hayom lo simtsochein be'enov, ki motzo ba'er v'azdover, v'chosov la'sefer krisus v'nosom b'yodo, v'shilcho mi'beisov v'yotsom mi'beisov v'alcho v'ayisov li'ishacher. 
Okay, so we said that a person gets married, they end up getting divorced. Then there's another puzzle that says, If then she gets married to a different fellow, that fellow is not going to work out with her. So the Pasuk says regarding her second husband, right? Usneya, I'm in the Gemara now, Usneya Isha Achrin, that the second husband, it also won't work out with him. And he'll divorce her. Or if he dies, so we see that we're comparing death to divorce, right? Again, it says, we're comparing Misa to Gerishin. That just like um, divorce permits her to get remarried, so oichet, um, um, death permits her to get remarried to other people. All right, friends, that was the Yud Gimel, Masech the Kedushin. I hope you enjoyed. Peace out.